If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. These people are upset because even after waiting all night, they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called Dragon Quest. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft, everybody. Uh, Before we get started on this week's Nintendo news, I'm going to go over a couple of polls that I ran last week on Twitter. Uh, So the first one I asked uh, Switchcraft listeners... Uh, which one do you prefer? Always release the news the same day or release a show when there's news to discuss, meaning maybe not wait until Monday and not release a show on a regular day. Um, 60% of people said post the news as it happens. 40% of people said wait for the same day. I haven't yet made my decision about what I want to do there, but thank you all for your input on that. I really do appreciate it. Then, On the 20th, I also ran another poll, this one about Pokemon. I asked, are you picking up Pokemon Legends Arceus Uh, when it comes out in January? uh, 57% said yes, uh, 42% said no, and I got a few replies on this one. So I want to go through a couple of the replies and and, uh, talk about what people said. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf, who, if you don't know, is our mega mod in our community Discord server. If you have not yet joined our community Discord server, there is like well over a thousand people in there waiting to talk to you about video games. So hop on in. Uh, you can find it over at nerdnest.tv slash Discord. Uh, anyway, he said yes, because it's looking really interesting in my view. Interesting to see how it plays out. And just rewatching the trailer as I type this, it does look fun. Smash Block replied, they said, it looks like the direction I've always wanted Pokemon to go, but the world just looks too empty and unpolished. At this point, I'm probably not getting it unless it gets incredible reviews. Nintendork replied, they said, I am for sure. I pre-ordered it day one. It looks like the Pokemon game I've always dreamed of. Maybe not the exact setting I was hoping for, but I'm excited to see the new playstyle. And I'm as a quick aside, like that's the thing that I like the most about it is the setting, the fact that it's like uh, a prequel, like feudal Japan inspired. I think that that looks really cool. Uh, the Nintendo Pals podcast, which I've guessed it on at one point, they said I'm picking it up because it looks fun. Open world Pokemon is a great idea. The stuff they've shown so far looks intriguing. I'm not expecting Breath of the Wild level of awesome, but I am expecting a significantly a significant upgrade from Sword and Shield. Uh, let's move on. We've got a, a few more. I'll do one last one. And this one is Joe World says, I'll see what the game looks like before I buy. So thank you, everybody who replied Uh, to that tweet. I really do appreciate it. Let's talk about the news from this week. Um, First off, we've got Marvel's Midnight Suns. And uh, according to the actual website here, it says Marvel's Midnight Suns is a new tactical RPG set in the darker side of the Marvel Universe, uh, putting you face to face against the demonic forces of the underworld as you team up 
with and live among Midnight Suns, Earth's last line of defense. Now, I will say this. Uh, when this was announced uh, during Gamescom, I was really disappointed. Not because I don't like Marvel games, because you know Marvel Ultimate Alliance is one of my favorite franchises of all time, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, while definitely had some drawbacks to it, I really, really enjoyed and finished, which if you listen to the show for any length of time, you know that I have a tendency not to finish games. Uh, So that's not the reason I wasn't excited for this game. The reason that I'm not excited for this game is, as of this point, I'm recording this again on, um, I'm recording this on Saturday, uh, the 28th, but as of this point, we have yet to see actual gameplay. And I always... I have to be consistent. No matter how excited I am for another Marvel game, I have to be consistent in saying, stop giving us game trailers that don't show us what the game is like. Now, I'm not giving them a pass on this, but what I will say is the fact that it is a tactical game from Firaxis, that's very compelling, very exciting. If you don't know who Firaxis is, They're the company behind XCOM. And if you don't know what XCOM is, let me catch you up to speed. Did you enjoy Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle? That is an XCOM game hidden behind a veneer of Mario and the Mushroom Kingdom. Because XCOM is this turn-based strategy game where you put your characters into position and you have these long, drawn-out fights with the enemy. Um, this is another XCOM game hidden behind the thin veneer of Marvel. And that's really cool. And so if you, if you enjoyed XCOM, you're probably going to enjoy this. If you enjoyed, uh, Mario plus Rabbids kingdom battle, you're probably going to enjoy this. And if you enjoy Marvel stuff, then you're probably going to enjoy this. So this seems like a really good combination of a bunch of stuff. Now, again, uh, we're not going to see gameplay as I record this for another three hour, three days, 23 hours and 51 minutes. So maybe by the time you have heard this episode, perhaps at that point, you will then have be able to see what the gameplay is like. And if the gameplay reveal trailer comes out and it looks really, really good, Perhaps I will do a bonus episode where I talk about what we get to see in this gameplay trailer. Again, not happy that they announce it without showing gameplay, but I'm going to reserve judgment until we actually do get to see that. However, I am very intrigued based solely on the fact that it's Marvel plus XCOM. And for me, that's probably going to be a winning combination. All right, let's move on and talk about Metroid um, Dread. Nintendo, I'm, I'm kind of irritated with Nintendo. And if you are trying to avoid spoilers, do not worry. I won't spoil anything in this uh, episode. Um, I'm kind of irritated with Nintendo. And I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't like spoilers, but I also always watch trailers. Like... For instance, my wife does not like to watch trailers because she knows what she likes and she knows what she's interested in watching. 
And she doesn't need to be convinced by a trailer unless it's for something that she's never heard of before. So um, earlier this week when the new Spider-Man um, No Way Home trailer came out, don't worry, I won't spoil that for you, um, I was I watched, like I got up and walked into the next room. She's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to go watch Spider-Man trailer. She said, don't tell me anything about it. And I won't. And I didn't. Uh, and the Metroid Dread trailer, trailer 2, came out. And I looked at that and said, oh, that's really cool. And this big reveal and that big reveal. And they're revealing a lot of stuff in this trailer. And I'm really disappointed in that. I wish that they would keep their cards closer to the chest. This game, I mean, look. Metroid games don't traditionally have a super high attach rate. They just don't. I don't understand why, because they're awesome. Um, I played Metroid, uh, well, obviously the first one. I, I I skipped Super Metroid for some reason, because either I didn't know that it existed or whatever, but I never, I didn't play it until I got, like, the Wii U. <laughs> so I missed out on that when it came out. Maybe I just didn't have the money for it at the time. I'm not sure. Um, then when we got to the GameCube and we started, and, and I didn't have any of the Metroid games on like, um, on the portable systems because I didn't have those systems when that game came out, if that makes any sense. Then we get to the GameCube and Metroid Prime came out. I really enjoyed that. And I played Metroid Prime, uh, one, two, and three. Uh, very much enjoyed those games. Kind of a blur. Like, I don't super remember all of the, the fine details. But when they announced Metroid Dread, I got really, really excited. Even though those games don't traditionally do well, I fully anticipate that Metroid Dread is going to buck that trend and be incredibly successful. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I think that this game is going to be incredibly successful. Which is why... I feel like Nintendo dropped the ball when it came to this trailer because this trailer has a lot of big reveals, not just in the cool powers that Samus has, but like bosses and uh, new mechanics and all of that stuff. And I feel like that is really, really disappointing. Um, like big, big things that impact the lore of the Metroid franchise are are being unveiled in this two-minute trailer. So I'm not going to talk about the things that are unveiled, but I am going to warn everybody, if you haven't already watched that trailer and you want to be surprised during the gameplay, then my, uh, my advice to you is skip out on the trailer. That being said, this trailer has me very hyped. I mean, I was already hyped for Metroid Dread. When it comes out in October absolutely going to be picking it up and I have tons of games to play which is why I haven't been playing many games on my Nintendo Switch lately because I'm waiting for something to come along to get super excited about and Metroid Dread is it I'm disappointed that they spoiled me on the uh, trailer speaking of trailers uh, there's a new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, Shredder's Revenge now I dumped a stupid amount of quarters into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time machine at the local arcade. And I, I love that game. It's a, a fantastic brawler. 
Um, I have it on my arcade machine behind me. And I I play it at least once a month where I just walk over to my little arcade. I, of course, select a Donatello because why wouldn't you? And I have an absolute blast. Th- that game is fantastic. Now I might have a reason not to select Donatello, though, because they're adding in a new character. So, of course, you can play as Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and the best turtle, Donatello. If you disagree with me, let me know at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Um, But now you can also play as April O'Neil, and her moveset looks really, really cool. She has a microphone that she holds on to, and she beats people with the microphone, and she's got all kinds of uh, awesome high kicks. She pulls out uh, a camera on a tripod and beats people with it as well. And my favorite move that she has is where she just drops the mic and it does damage to people who are already on the ground. I love that they're adding in April O'Neil as a playable character. And I feel like this is perfect for them to add in more characters, not just the turtles and April, but you know, like Casey Jones and, Uh, All of the other ancillary characters that they added in order to sell more toys (laughs) along the way uh, as playable characters, I think that that would be fantastic. So this is not necessarily Nintendo only because this is a a game that's going to be on a bunch of different platforms. But uh, Shredder's Revenge, I'm hyped for it. And I love that April O'Neil is, you know, she's more she's never been just a damsel in distress but you could never play as april so now you can and i think that that is fantastic all right moving on no more heroes 3 is now out i don't care i know that there's a lot of people that are very very hyped for that game and i played the first one on amazon luna uh which is like this cloud gaming subscription service um through amazon and I had never played No More Heroes before, so I, I, I uh, you know, it's part of the subscription service for Amazon Luna. So I sat down and I tried it out, and I don't, I personally don't understand the hype behind the game, but I can also objectively look at it and say I can see how this would be appealing to some people. It is not appealing to me, so I'm not picking up No More Heroes three, uh, but it is out uh, as of today, as of yesterday, I believe. It is now out, so people can pick that up if they want. I just wanted to make sure that people knew about that. All right, let's switch gears and talk about the Wii U era for a little bit, just a, just a moment. Um, the Wii U was the Switch's predecessor, obviously, and it sold abysmally. The The install base for the Wii U was 14.6 million units worldwide for the entire lifetime of the system. When you compare that to the Nintendo Switch, who where in just four point whatever years has sold nearly 100 million units. I mean, that's just bananas. So because the install base of the Wii U was so terrible, there's a lot of games that came out for that system that were really good games and people missed out on because they didn't have a Wii U. And I would not recommend going out and getting a Wii U to play any of those games, because eventually they'll all get ported to the Switch. Now, one of those games that got ported to the Switch 
a little bit ago was the Wonderful 101. Uh, it was the Wonderful 101 Remastered. Now, this is a superhero game from Platinum, and it's a really weird game. The way that it worked on the Wii U, and I played it on the Wii U, I didn't pick it up on the Switch. Um, but the way that it worked on the Wii U is you control, like, the main hero of the Wonderful 101, and you have a trail of a bunch of other heroes running along behind you. And then what you do is you can draw on the gamepad of the Wii U with your finger in order to draw like a sword or a gun or a shield or whatever. And by doing this, the the characters that are following you around will turn into you and those characters will form like a giant version of that weapon. So turn into like you'll all get together and turn into a giant gun and you shoot bullets out of that gun or you uh, turn into a giant sword and you can attack the things that are in front of you. It's a really bizarre uh, game. And if you've never seen gameplay of it, then head on over to YouTube and look for some wonderful one-on-one gameplay just so that you can visualize what I'm talking about. Um, Now, as you play through the game, you unlock other characters, which is cool and extra abilities. And the game, um, Wonderful 101, came to the Switch a little while ago. But what I didn't anticipate is that there would be DLC. So here's the quote. It says, New DLC makes a grand entrance into the Wonderful 101 remastered. Install the Prince Vorken DLC to unlock a new mode that lets you change the main player character to Prince Vorken OG, heir to the throne of the comet Rulo, and leader of the star-spanning Gyzak Space Pirates. As Prince Varkin, the multi-unite ability is replaced with an enemy unite ability, which summons a host of unify monster alien beasts. Uh, the Prince Varkin also works with the free time attack DLC. Use Prince Varkin's enemy unite to carve out a new path and perhaps a faster time. So one of the reasons why you might like one of the cool things about this game is that when you are doing a level, there's always like a countdown clock and it's like a speedrunner's dream. You can keep running the same level over and over and over trying to get a better and better time. Uh, and so by adding new characters in, you give players um, new opportunities to try and rerun those levels that they've already kind of hit their limit on and be able to go just a little bit faster. And they also said here, players can switch freely between the normal mode and the Varkin mode after installing the DLC. How much is the DLC? That's the main question that everybody's probably wondering right now. It's a dollar. (laughs) It's a dollar. That's ridiculous. So the DLC is only a dollar. It adds this new hero uh, which replaces the main character and it gives you some new ways to play the game. I think that that's awesome and I don't think anybody expected more DLC for the wonderful 101 remastered. Let me know if you've played this game on the Nintendo Switch and what you think of it. I mean, it you can also tell me if you played it on the Wii U. That's where I played it. I thought this game was awesome, very very fun so insanely unique and bizarre but really cool and i think that there's a lot of people who unfortunately missed out on it 
All right, I'm going to wrap up today's show with two uh, lightning round things. Nintendo just announced that Pokemon TV, which allows you to stream Pokemon shows, is now available on the Nintendo Switch. So I I know that people, I, I personally don't understand this, but that's probably because I have like, I have set top boxes on all of my TVs so I can watch anything I really want to watch on any of my TVs, really. And I don't foresee myself sitting down with the Switch and watching anything ever. But I know that there's a lot of people who they want Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and, you know, Apple TV and all of the other streaming services. They want all those things on their Nintendo Switch. I don't understand why. But that doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just means that they have a different use case than I do. But Pokemon TV is now available. Now, does this mean that we'll see Netflix and all the other things? I, I mean, I don't know. It, it The Switch has been out for four plus years at this point. I think that if we were going to get Netflix, we probably would have at this point. But hey, now you can watch Pokemon on your Nintendo Switch. Now, apparently... I'm a liar because I said that I had two more lightning round things and I cannot for the life of me remember the other lightning round thing that I wanted to talk about. All right. If there is something that I didn't cover that you wish I had covered, please send me a message on Twitter. I am at RunJumpStomp. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft and uh, keep an eye out for that possible bonus episode uh, based on the uh, the Marvel game uh, from uh, Firaxis, because if that if that um, footage, the gameplay footage, is compelling, I'm gonna want to talk about it right away. Anyway, have an awesome day. Stay rad, everybody, and uh, game on. <laughs>